Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town, The Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! Her teeth begin to elongate. Uh, her mouth stretches back. Um, her eyes turn black. Um, and um, with a sickening kind of multiple crunch of bones... Um, she kind of like rolls her spine, um, and, uh, you see kind of like massive, um, bone talons split off of her back, um, and kind of like hang down over, uh, her shoulders. Um, and, um, 
we're going to roll for initiative. God damn, she's a Todd McFarlane character. <laughs> yeah. Violator or something. Yeah, you're going you're gonna <laughs> to have to buy you. You're going to want to buy this action figure as well. Yeah, this action figure is actually called Thought Pounder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maka's initiative is 11. Okay. Duncan's all, is 7. All eight Panthers uh, get an initiative of 10. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are a group, is how I have to roll them. And I'm sorry, uh, Duncan, what did you get? Seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, one moment, please. Just got to write this order out properly. Uh, I have this bad habit of just rolling all the initiative orders and just like writing them down as I hear them and then not rearranging them based on the numbers. So I I'll be like, too. all right, it's next person. And it's like, I rolled a 20. And I'm like, yeah. you did. You just spoke last. Yep. Uh, this is right. just the order in which I wrote down names. I have the brain of a goldfish. Um, oh, fuck, I almost did it again. Jesus. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Oh, yeah, and Victor's here, isn't he? That weird baboon little fucker. Uh, he he is, but uh, for the purposes of eight pounds. Oh, yeah. He's no, not, he's, he's, he's also not he was a the combat hide in the baboon. cave baboon. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's going to offer baboon. some tremendously good uh, suggestions on like um, poison form, uh, yep. mostly just complimenting it because he doesn't really know what else. And uh, combat safety. He's, he's like me watching a dance competition. I'm like, that was really, really good. I couldn't do that. Yeah, he just yells like, you should surrender and maybe they'll let you live from the corner. We can <laughs> to go to a cave. Both sides. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay, so top of the round, um, Riga, uh, she just says, you really shouldn't be loud here. This was a 12 panther question. Um, and she's going to strike at you, Duncan, with uh, the two um, kind of uh, overarm blades. Uh, what's your AC right now, sir? 16. Uh, all right. Um, because you, so you kind of spring forward in a blur, stab, both these blades come down, you whip the blade out and just sweep it over. Um, you don't slice them off, but you do knock them back. Uh, so she fails to hit with either one, uh, which is very good for you. Yeah. Um, oh, I would also like to use a swashing point to, um, repost. Sure. Which lets me, if a creature misses with a melee weapon attack, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against that creature. Have at it, bud. And that is an 18 to hit. Yep, which that I hits. know hits. So great. Sweeps them aside and then I think at this point, realizing stabbing doesn't work, he does not want to break his sword off inside the giant monster. So I think he's going to be slashing at the face because people, no matter how big, like their faces. That it was is... a chapter three of his duelist handbook. <laughs> and that's a nine piercing damage from. Um, again, uh, like solid slash kind of like from the lower jaw, like right up across the nose. Uh, Cypher versus Squall style. Um, nice. But um, the where her face should separate uh, very uh, pleasantly and usefully. Um, instead, you just see uh, a solid line where the, the slash cut, um, but uh, it's not nearly as deep as it, as it ought to be. Um, cool. Um, she also, um, as a free action, will... Um, she just kind of, like, 
as she's kind of hulking out, like slams um, her uh, her canes into the ground um, and just yells, wakey, wakey, sunshines, it's time to fight. Um, and the, uh, the smoke on the walls begins to form into creatures. Um, next up, uh, Maka. Um, so I will, um, I'll shout out the instruction, uh, um, uh, attack the librarian! Uh, um, and that's like a free verbal command, so now my panthers on their turn are poised to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, as a bonus action, I'll cast Shillelagh, uh, so I have my, it's a magic, uh, club now that deals more damage. Um, and, yeah. And, uh... I'll, I'll uh, run in and, and take a swing at uh, at Riga. I'm going to keep yep. forgetting her name. At Riga. Library uh, so. is also fine. Whatever yeah. works best for your brain. Shillelagh. Okay. So. I just, I always want, whenever Shillelagh's cast, for there to just be like a delightful, like, little Irish tune in the back. Honestly, there's that's how that's what he says what happens sing sing the song of my people and swing that shillelagh uh i don't think it's gonna hit that's an 11 uh no sadly no okay i'm in melee range though so i'll uh i'll just hang out there great uh brings us to the panthers they attack uh, they've got two different attacks, so I'm gonna do four bite attacks and four claw attacks. So I'm just gonna roll a shit ton here. Jesus. Okay, so plus four. Okay, so six plus four. Listen, ten. the princess is useful, but Duncan is realizing that you are way more used, like to a scale more, eight times more. Uh, first one's a ten, so that's a no go. Mm-hmm. Just give me yes or no's here, then quick succession. Uh, woof. Uh, that's um, six. Nope. Uh, 16. Yep. That's three. Nat one. So that's four. Uh, dirty 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. Yes. Uh, 20. Yep. Uh, three. One more. Uh, 18. Yep. That'll hit. Uh, for the nat one, um... I'm going to say, uh, as that one leaps, um, she just, like, Kane knocks it into the wall, um, and uh, the shadows consume it. Okay. So you had five uh, hits, Tyler. Five hits, thank you. Yep. So I'll so do... you have five hits, and you've got seven Panthers left. <laughs> okay. So I'm just rolling a combination. Uh, the, the bite attacks are D6, and the claw attacks are D4s. I'm just rolling it all just sure. to get a total, if that's cool with you. Sounds like a really weird, like, Malcolm Gladwell book, like The Seven Panther Solution. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, 17 damage in all. Uh, Do the Panthers count as magic? Uh, No, I believe not. Let me just double check. I don't think so. They are like fey that have been summoned to this plane, but I don't think that's going to cut it. Conjure animals. I think it. Yeah, because they be fey by nature, so their weapons. If well, they're their it'll, hands. It'll specify. I don't know, interesting. Yeah, it, it doesn't specify. It's okay. just that they are they're beasts. So I check the beast stats table, and mm. obviously panthers are non magical. Right, because yeah, okay, because I would also argue like familiars' attacks aren't inherently magical because they're in yeah. a, a corporeal form. Great. Uh, okay, that's good to know. Uh, it has no bearing whatsoever on this combat, of course, but if it did. <laughs> Okay, so uh, one of these is dead. I'm, I'm tracking uh, eight <laughs> HPs on paper. So yeah, one man, welcome gone. to my world. It's just a just a bunch of fucking nonsense numbers and garbage. Yeah, yeah Tyler, uh, you only got to track seven now. This is going to get yeah. easier. 
Yeah, I'm really just I'm I'm doing this for you. This hurts me more than it hurts you. I'm doing it for you. Uh, I'm doing it for us. Um, okay, Duncan. You watch a panther get decimated, and then you watch five seven more, more panthers jump into the and just start in. like we're just for visual sake. They're on her, and again, as I mentioned, she's very tall, um, uh, although stooped. But even stooped, she's still like much taller than anyone else in the room. So this is a full on like just you know panthers all over her. Uh, she says, "I always wanted a panther suit." Uh, Duncan. Cool. Um, I think, A, Duncan has never seen anyone more surrounded in their life. Uh, and B, uh, he would like to actually uh, try to snatch off her amulet. He's he's going to attack, but only as a cover to try to pull the amulet that unlocked the door. That's what he wants. Okay. Um, all right. So give me a sleight of hand, please. And I'll give you advantage from flailing your sword and, you know, the panthers. <laughs> Panther Vantage. At Panthage? Oh, pretty good Ugh. all around. I'll see myself. Right? You guys, you, you're, uh, Laura, you're the DM now. Goodbye. Oh, all right, I've got... Uh, fuck! Fuck! That is a 24 on sleight of hand. Sorry, I rolled over my dog. Uh, what did you get, Ryan? 24. 24. I uh, am shockingly good at sleight of hand to begin with. Okay, uh, yeah, hmm. I'd say you, you successfully snatched the amulet. Great. Then I would like to expend a swashing point to use a tactic that I call fallback because none of them really have names. And fallback sounds a lot better than just reading the rules. Tactic uh, number eight. Which means <laughs> I get to use the disengage action and move my full movement distance as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. So I would like to roll back out of combat to where the painting is. Uh, and okay. then I would like to grab the painting. And I would like to run out the door while yelling, Maka, get out of the room and leave the Panthers. Man, no loyalty to the Panthers. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll me a constitution save, please. That is a 10. Okay, uh, you are racked by green lightning as you grab the uh, the the most valuable portrait in the fortress uh, off its stand. Uh, you're oh okay, I rolled pretty badly, so you, you might be all right. Uh, that is uh, sixteen points of lightning damage as the trap goes off. Oh yeah, I, I'm like, and then he just like bolts uh, with like surprisingly longer legs than he's used to because he's back inside his like woman suit yep um cool so um yep you've uh you've got the portrait uh and you just hear the voice say nice um <laughs> and uh yeah you uh you rush towards the door um unfortunately as you reach it with the kind of the amulet up um a uh a specter steps out of the wall um, and into your way. So you get to the door, um, but now you're facing yeah, two specters who have formed out of the shadows on either side. Yeah, so I, like, dodge aside, get the rapier up with the other hand, I'm like, Maka, rephrase! I'm going to need some help at the doorway! Uh, great, which brings us to uh, the specters. Um, all right. Um, so, one moment, I need to go look up what specters are. And while... While you guys are doing that, I'm just like sitting out there with Karen, I imagine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like really, really happy 
that I'm like finally in a form where I can literally like plug my ears because I haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to do that in a very long time. Right. Uh, and with Karen just Karening all over the place, it's just. Well, here's my question to you, though, Laura. Um, you can do that. Uh, I think that's definitely an option. Uh, however, uh, Karen also seems uniquely to only want to exist to complain about things and hear complaints about things. So this might be the Ooh. only person you can complain to who will just be like, that is terrible. You should be very mad about that. Oh, if she's sympathizing, that changes everything. It's less <laughs> sympathizing from like an empathy perspective and more like she's one of those people who's like, uh, don't you hate when this happens? And you're like, I do. This happened to me. She's like, that's terrible. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm All right, totally what, what changing are you, what everything. Are you, what are you ranting at her? Um, we'll just catch you mid-conversation as we, we, we cut to you and Karen. Um, and did you know that I'm not supposed to have any bad days ever for the rest of my life? Even if I'm having the shittiest day, what? I'm not allowed to have it. That's impossible. Like, what, oh, I know. What if you went to uh, the Whole Foods medieval market and they didn't have your asparagus water? What are you supposed to drink? That I would have to say, well... Then no asparagus water. That that's fine because I didn't want asparagus water in the first place. Even though that's a complete that's lie, not fair. and I would die inside. That's what you wanted, though. You deserve it. I, I know. Are we like best friends? You, honestly, like I've never been able to speak so openly with such a positive reaction in my life. How do you feel about stealing a painting? Uh, we cut back downstairs. Um, so uh, two specters uh, take their strikes against you, Duncan. Um, they're going to be a disadvantage because they have summoning sickness, a rule I stole from Magic the Gathering. Hey. Uh, it doesn't matter on the first one and on the second one. Uh, okay, so only one hits. Um, so um, one of them just kind of reaches out um, uh, with a sort of a smoky hand and wraps it around your throat. Uh, you will take uh, 13 points of damage, of necrotic damage, and I need you to roll a uh, constitution save. That is a dirty 20 for the con save. Okay. How much cool. damage was that, Tom? Sorry. 13. Cool. So, um, for a moment, uh, similar to what you felt from the witches earlier, um, your, your whole body um, undulates. Um, but uh, luckily, um, enough of the enchantment is kind of in the way that uh, the creature just, like, pulls away one green boob. Uh, kind of like it's, it's like, like, a weird, like, kind of like it stretches off on its hand and the wraith starts, like, shaking its hand and then it kind of, like, whips back onto you and the the two specters kind of turn to each other with, like, a, the fuck is this nonsense? Um, but the enchantment prevented it from uh, sapping any of your life uh, on top of the damage, which is good news bears. Um, all right. Uh, good work, green boobs. They've saved you again. Uh, top of the round. Um, the librarian is covered in panthers. She's got to make a constitution save because now she's in my cloud of spores now that I'm off hey. her face. Uh, all right. Uh, constitution. She's got a, a match or beat of 15. Uh, she does. Okay. Nothing happens. Um, so she, she breathes through the, the spores. Um, and... Um, 
she is going to um, hmm. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, she's going to use her action to turn incorporeal. So all the panthers drop through her. <laughs> that's uh, cool. And as they do, uh, they take um, four damage each. Okay. Um, but it also means she can't attack. Um, okay. So she does that, uh, and then um, she uh, kind of like says something in, in an unfamiliar language, and uh, two more specters begin to form at the back of the room. Um, bring us to Maka. Um, she's just turned incorporeal. Um, I will say if you're swinging a magic weapon, you can likely still damage her. Okay. But it will be at a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, I think I need to take this opportunity to bolster myself, um, just because druids—they're not like—they're not like cool sword fighting badasses or, or knights or anything like that. So I have to spend my action, I think, um, using my ability uh, symbiotic entity, mm. um, which uses up a wild shape charge. So I'll just record that. Um, but uh, now the damage on my Halo of Swords is increased, the damage from my Shillelagh is increased, and I gain five hit points for every Druid level. I gain 25 hit points. Fuck, Tem man. Temporary hit points. Yeah, man. Okay, and so I'm I'm getting ready for her like she's getting ready for me. So is this, um, is this like a standard Ninja Turtle to, like, Toka level of, like, jacked up like do you you sprout spikes is it just like how do you imagine this this jack up looking um obviously you're still in in dame judy dench form but like if you were yeah. Maka. i think i think not much changes superficially i oh wait i did talk about this before where uh just thorns jut out great yep. at the head of the club on the shillelagh um but now uh um the i mean they're not they're not consciousness the way that like animals or creatures are or anything like that but there is a certain an air of like increased aggression in the spores that are kind of mm -hmm. swirling around mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. uh and um and uh, uh the uh the mushrooms on like my neck and my shoulders uh, are glowing slightly cool <clears throat> so in uh dame judy dench terms uh we'll just say that like, oh my god yeah i forgot i look completely different <laughs> no, no, Sorry. no I, I asked specifically about the maca form so that i could do the math on this for you <laughs> Um, uh, Judy Dench is, uh, like, her witch hat just, like, grows razors, like, razor blades <laughs> around it, um, and spikes kind of spring out of it, um, and her, uh, trademark M scowl gets slightly more disapproving. It is Deepens. very intimidating, because she's yeah. already terrifying. Mm. Um, and, um, the, uh, uh, a thorn pattern, uh, begins to, um... Uh, just kind of like magically appear around the cuffs of your um, judge's robe and along the uh, sort of the the lines of it. Um, cool. Uh, Panthers. Um, so uh, the Panthers um, will take more damage if they end their turn inside her. What do you do? Um, their last order was to attack. Um so the way conjure animals works is they can also then just uh, defend themselves from hostile creatures if they don't have like 
an active action that they can take. So I think they'll just be like circling, like like the way like a, a predator cat. Yeah, does. yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. Oh so man, just, that's spooky! Like pacing. one of them's like up in a like up on top of the column, just like yeah. looking down. And well, because they're panthers, they have like really good climbing stats. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just fully imagining like just all those things you see, particularly like wildlife yeah. documentaries and stuff, where it's just like, oh fuck, they're on every level and they're faster and yeah. scarier than you are. Uh, okay, that's awesome. I love that. Um, uh, Duncan, uh, two specters in front of you. You've just been saved by uh, your disguises. Uh, uh, in endowed nature. What do you do? Nice. Uh, I would like to spend another swashing point, uh, and I want to roll past them out the door uh, and then rise up and turn a face back into the room because that's just a bonus action. And I want to put Mr. Bang to the frame of the image and just say, all right, everyone, I'm going to free the familiar unless you all stop right now and back away. Um, you hear um, Riga laugh, although it's a wispy laugh, and she just says, That frame was built by Cricket herself. You really think a gun can damage it? Well, you know, I could use the gun, or I could just throw it into this smoke that seems to destroy everything. Thanks for the tip. Uh, and then he'll just, like, step over and hold it where it's, like, an inch from the thing. So if he falls, it all goes in. Okay, interesting. Gotta figure out how much control she has of this smoke. Okay, you're there. Um, they're not going to cease their attack. You're not quite sure what the smoke will do. Uh, you're not quite sure if this is a bluff on their part, uh, but they will continue to act. Cool. How fast did the doors open, Tom? So, um, I mean, like, not... They're, they're obviously not, like, sliding doors, um, but it isn't like a, you know, fucking waiting for a Metal Gear platform where it's just like, oh, I got to fight people for five minutes. It's, you know, like a, a very steady, slow opening. So wide enough for you to sneak out pretty quickly, all things considered. Great. Basically, what I'm wondering is if I hit the amulet on the door, am I trapping Maka inside or does he have time to try to get out? He has time to try and get out. Boom. I'm hitting that amulet on that door then. Yeah, because if they don't right. stop, then it's like. Maka, time to leave, time to leave. Uh, and then I imagine I've used my action, my movement, yep. so I probably don't need to do anything else. Um, big. So, and you're on the other side of the door, is that correct? Yes, I'm on the outside. Okay, um, the specters will um, turn to block Maka's exit. Um, and they will, can they do anything? They can't. Um, so they will just sort of stand in front of the door in like uh, Iron Man poses because uh, their their hands don't shoot anything, but also their only attacks are with hands. So they don't <laughs> they don't know martial arts. So it's just like the repulsor hands, um, kind of out in front of them uh, in a very like back off, get your own sandwich kind of way. Um, bring us to uh, top of the round. Riga um, recorporealizes. Um, Constitution save. Oh, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> ah, she fails. Okay, so this one's a little bit more damage. Still not a ton, but uh, four necrotic damage. Okay. Um, she uh, seems to, to breathe easy. Cool. Um, bringing us to... Oh, and then... Uh, yeah, so it's her. Um, yeah. She's going to um, lunge at the door what is her movement oh yeah all right she's going to f 
fly 60 feet, which is enough to, to kind of catch up. But that will mean all of the Panthers and Maka can take opportunity attacks. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'll roll Maka's first because he's got different stats to hit. Show me. There we go. Nah, not great. So that's a 10 from Maka. We know that doesn't work. Okay, so counting the Panthers. There are seven Panthers. Yep. Uh, 15. Yep. 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is seven. No. Uh, that is blah, 17. Yes. Uh, 22. Y- yes. Uh, 21. Mm-hmm. And 10. So that's a few more hits. So you missed with two, so that's five. Five hits. Oh, that's five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there'll be there'll be claw attacks. Which one is claw? I think claw is weaker, but what the fuck, right? Uh, yeah. So one, two, three, four. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, five, nine, twelve, and then one more as the fifth hit. Sixteen. Okay, not bad. Slashing damage. Um. I imagine this is like a like uh, a classic anime moment where it's just like cat, 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 cat. Um, great. Like a uselessly shaking his big stick around. Ooh. <laughs> um, all right, so that is math. Spent my whole life trying not to do a job where I have to do math, and here we fucking are. Um, wicked. All right, so it takes a uh, not insignificant amount of damage. Uh, as she she burns through those, um, and uh, as she barrels through the um, uh, the specters, um, Duncan, you're kind of like readying yourself, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, Victor steps out around your uh, from behind your leg, um, and he just says, "Fancy a cuppa, bitch!" Uh, and then he throws <laughs> um, scalding tea at uh, at the librarian. <laughs> He has one you. magic power that he learned from Ezra, and uh, he's going to use it, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hooray. Um, okay. <laughs> That's my first 20 today. <laughs> All right. She takes three points of damage from scalding tea. <laughs> Nat 20, it's still so low. Yeah, it's 2d8, and I, roll, I rolled very badly. <laughs> well, it's tea. Honestly, this is better than I would have expected from someone throwing tea. I mean, the, the biggest bummer is now no one gets tea. Um, so um, she's going to uh, take one strike at him and one strike at you. Um, and your AC again, sir? 16. Okay, so she will hit with both. Um... Oof. Uh, so it's forty-eight. I rolled two eights and then two ones. So you really got the full the full range there. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that is eighteen points of damage to you, sir. Uh, I can, can I use a bonus reaction and reaction in the same term? I've never li- lived with a character who can do more you can than one only thing. use one reaction in a turn. Okay, so bonus action counts as a reaction. Uh. Well, no, did you use a... Sorry. Uh, you can use a bonus action and a reaction. You can't use a reaction as a bonus action and then also as That's a dope, because I only used a bonus action. Swashing point. Swashing point. I used my swashing point so fast. Um, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> cool. I want to parry. 
This yep. is uh, this is my big hope here. Um, so I it's a it's a reaction. So when I'm damaged with a melee, I can reduce the damage by one d eight plus dex plus my swashbuckler level, which is plus eight. <sighs> Come on, just give me ten. I have nine HP. Oh, I just oh god, okay. I just need a a, a, a two or higher. <laughs> Oh, and he's just like, inside his mask, it's like, Justice Lord of Blades, do this for me. And outside the mask, like, Justice Lord of Blades. And he hates it. Dum Dums and Dice would like to invite you to check out Dumb's Common Villainy, a podcast where comedians and improvisers explore the underworld of the Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. This series features our game master, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxis Brash Core. Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, Guy Bradford as Engage 311, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fonzie. So join this crew of bumbling criminals, see if they turn to the dark side of the force, or stay in the shadowy parts of the light and enjoy an adventure in a galaxy far, far away. Episodes are available now. Now get out of my shop. It's a two, I'm conscious! <laughs> one HP. Um, so you manage to just, like, as this, like, blade is coming straight for your chest, um, just, like, using all of your strength while holding uh, the, the gun and the picture, you just manage to roll, get your arm around it. It still, like, cuts through your ribs and out the back, but it didn't go straight through your center mass. So that's a win in old Duncan's book. Um... Unfortunately, uh, Victor Macklin uh, takes 22 points of damage, uh, and he had 3 HP. So um, poor Victor is um, is fully impaled into the shadow wall, um, and uh, screaming, um, the shadows consume him. Um, Jesus. Bringing us to uh, Maka. Uh let me know how this sounds to you, Tom. I would like to, as a free action, issue um, a verbal command uh, and then delay the rest of my turn until after the Panthers go. <laughs> so a horde of Panthers and then Maka? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you guys are back to back, so that, that's totally kosher by me. Okay. Um, I, okay. So my understanding was that um, you made it through the door, right? I'm uh, outside. The door okay. is yeah, shutting. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. So we've got some distance between us. Mm-hmm. So I issue a command. Uh, to the uh, Panthers, I say, uh, make a hole. Um, and then that's the end of my turn for now. Uh, my Panthers, I want... So it's two Spectres and then also the Librarian? Yes, me uh, and... there's two at the very back of the room that aren't mm-hmm. currently engaged with anything because they're like far yeah. enough away. But yeah, there's, there's two um, in front of the door that I will say are staggered because she just blew through them. So they're just kind of reforming. Um, they are still enough to block the door, but uh, the Panthers will have advantage. Okay. So then I'll put... With my, with my what, seven Panthers? Seven. seven. I'll put two on each Spectre, and then the last three on the Librarian. And they are all going to pounce, which is if a Panther has at least 20 feet of movement before making a claw attack, the target is prone, and then they oh. also get a... They get a free bite attack as well. <laughs> so, okay. So I like that a lot. Let's do it. So on the first Spectre, um, two. 
two uh, Panthers. First one, that's a six. The second one, mm, that's a, uh, a seven. So but I don't they have advantage, though, right, Tyler? They do have advantage because the Spectres okay. are in the in the process of reforming. So their Iron Man arms aren't out anymore. They're kind of okay. like flopping and, and they're like recracking them together. So we'll call that the first one missing. And this is the two for the second one. That's better. Uh, 15. And that's uh, 22. All right. So you got one Panther hit on the first okay. one, Tyler. Okay. So he's he's prone. He's knocked down. So the other two on the other Spectre. Uh, that's a, um, an eight. That is a 19. And then, oh, does that hit? So that's just the first Panther. Bam, 19. Second yeah, okay. Spectre down, Tom? Are they, yeah. Uh, that's a 23. And that's, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's <laughs> that one's hits. very knocked down. <laughs> okay. So they've both been knocked down. Uh, I'll roll, um, claw damage right now. So for the one that only got hit by one Panther... That is five damage. Mm-hmm. And the one that got hit by both, that is seven damage. Uh, okay, so the one that was hit by both um, dissipates into a okay. cloud of smoke, being like extra pounced. Okay. Um, the one that was only pounced by one is um, still hanging on, but um, the panther is doing that like cat throttle thing where it's I'm going like... to roll that, that free bite attack on it just to see if. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the free bite. Yeah, yeah, go no, for it. No, that was just the claw attack. Christ. Uh, uh, three damage. That's enough. Um, oh, wow. okay. It, uh, it, it uh, dissipates under the uh, the Panther's Assault. Okay, and the last three are gunning for the Librarian. Again, they're going to try and pounce her also. For my quote, Drag Race UK, ah. <laughs> uh, that's a 12. Mm-hmm. That is... Oh, great. Um, the second one hits, I think, at 19. Are these, yep. sorry, are these, these are against... Oh, I'm sorry, against the librarian. The, librarian. Uh, the 12 will not hit. I'm sorry. 12 will not, okay. uh, but knowing the librarian is engaged in combat with Duncan in front of her, would this not be advantage if they're attacking her back? Yeah, I'd give this advantage. Okay, so then that's the first one getting a 19. This is, must be so much fun for everyone listening and watching at home. I'm sorry. I will I, never I will never spawn eight panthers Tyler, again. we're no, imagining so a bunch fun. of phantom yeah. panthers jumping on a Todd McFarlane monster. It's pretty good. It's Judy pretty good. Dench is hurling panthers <laughs> at, at spawn right now. We're fine with it. Yeah. Uh, so the second one, using the advantage, um, it... Um, uh, so is it 19 the, for the first panther, yeah. Tom? Yeah. That hit? Great. And the higher result is 17 for the second one. Yep. And the higher result is 15 for the third one. Yep. All three okay, go so through. Okay, so that's three claw attacks. I'll just do that damage now. Oh, nice. Uh, eight plus three plus two. Thirteen. Thirteen. Thank you. Okay. Um, oh, I haven't been adding that correctly. Fuck it. Uh, and then three bite attacks because... <laughs> she's prone and they all landed their pounce mm-hmm. uh, holy shit those are good numbers uh, 12 plus 12 plus 6 18 damn son uh, bite damage alright like she's still up but she's looking pretty rough um, okay well that was the panther's turn and now Maka's <laughs> resuming his turn the hole was made yeah, go ahead he'll, <laughs> he'll run up um and I think just to be on the safe side, he will run past the librarian while she's on the ground getting mauled by panthers and just lay a hand on uh, Duncan and cast Cure Wounds at second level just 
Just my to be extra safe. Oh, turtle, my turtle. I should have brought that up. Sorry, guys. Um, that's that's my move. I'll, I'll give you the HP info in a second, Ryan, while I... Cool. Um, Duncan, you, uh, you uh, feel the, um, the, the, the soft healing touch of Judy Dench, um, <laughs> and uh, your, your wounds begin uh, to heal back up. Um, you have the librarian prone in front of you. A D8. Uh, being mauled by panthers. If there's ever been a time to have advantage, it now. Um, and Tyler, what was the total on the, the health? Uh, I rolled two d8s and each one had an eight, so 16 plus seven. Oh, fuck. 23. Three? Yeah. Congratulations nice. on your long rest, Duncan. <laughs> yeah, Duncan goes from like essentially being a corpse who can barely stand up with his weapon aimed at the floor to just like himself on kind of a bad day at the bar. Uh, <laughs> and, and he just looks down at her uh, and he says, you know, <laughs> it comes out wrong, so I have to do it in the wrong voice. Uh, it's fine. At this point, I, I feel like the, you're holding weapons and like there's enough enchantment busted that you can just say it as, as Duncan. Great. Uh, he says, you know, it might be too loud for a library. Oh, no. Damn it. Damn it. I've got a better one. Sorry. Just a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what my favorite thing to read about at the library is. The Big Bang. Uh, and then I, he, like, cocks his pistol, uh, and we'll take our shot at her on the ground. Uh, I'm going to spend a swashing point to make this as brutal as possible. That one will just be the power of a good line. Uh, the first one is a 22 to hit. So that will uh, hit. She's got cover from Panthers. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that hits. Obviously. Great. And the second one is an 18 to hit. Yep. Both hit. Beautiful. Um, all right. So it's... Uh, oh, shit. Sorry. I got to do weird math with this because I'm adding charisma modifiers to things. Uh, 13 damage from the first shot and a grand total of 11 damage from the second one. So that's 24... Uh, piercing damage from Mr. Bang's two solid rounds in right. her fucking dumb face. <laughs> um, so, yeah, her her face is down because of all the, the panthers. So you just kind of put it against the back of her head. Uh, and you fire the first one and it bounces her face off the ground. You hear her nose crack. Oh. Um, but, uh, again, as is, is always the way with uh, non-magic weapons, it's not enough to drop her. But the good news is, much like the panthers... You made a hole, so you jam Mr. Bang into the hole that your first shot made, uh, and in uh, vaguely dodge this way, fire it again, and in a classic curling maneuver, the second bullet hits the first bullet deep into her brain. Um, and um, you see her kind of um, gasp um, and uh, sort of undulate, um, and all of a sudden, in classic fucking Devil May Cry fashion, all of the shadow walls, uh, like a hand comes out of them uh, and then pulls back and they shatter. Uh, and suddenly you're just in a, an empty hallway. Um, she is, uh, is, is dead at your feet. Um, you hear... Um, oh fuck, we didn't even account for Frederick. Uh, Frederick <laughs> is uh, kind of like hiding behind the column. Uh, and um, even though his, his face is kind of in rictus, he just leans around and says, you were not very kind guests. Um, and then he just fades back into the um, uh, the Esper Tides. 
Uh, his adorable little sloth bow tie bounces off the ground. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs, um, Gwendolyn, are you going to try and smuggle your new best friend Karen out if the circumstances allow? Well, of course I am. Okay, how, how mean, do you plan on doing this? Of course this? I am. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Your um, internal monologue still sounds like you. It's not that good a potion. <laughs> um... Uh, I think I would ask Karen. It's like, Karen, how do you propose uh, uh, we do as you propose? Well, like... How do you, yes, double look, propose. there's a lot of angry people in these picture frames, although they're not angry about the same things you and I are. They're angry about stupid things, like the loss of their liberty. <laughs> so <laughs> lame. So uh, I bet, though, that they would be, like, a real pain in the ass if you let them out. So, like, maybe if you just break a bunch of these frames then you'll have enough time to like get me out of here and then we can totally go talk about those people that have been mean to you because that's unfair i've been under the impression that if i broke these frames that those trapped within would return to the espatides well maybe you should just ask them we're all very reasonable just ask them if they want to like fuck up that librarian lady uh, hello, uh, anyone in here, would you like to, uh, fuck up the librarian lady? Uh, you hear the snap of, uh, crocodile jaws, and, uh, a voice just says, she's been calling me Michael Mabel (laughs) for a hundred fucking years. I barely have any power in these jaws, but before I fade away, om nom nom nom. Let's just say that, uh... It's the wrong game. I was going to say I'm a very hungry, hungry hippo, but he's not a hippo. Let's just say uh, after I'm done with her, I'm going to need a trip to the crocodile dentist. There it is. Because <laughs> my You teeth. can call me a crocodile hunter. <laughs> All right. What do I do to let you out? Oh, after I eat her, I'm crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> with this world in Los Angeles. Um... Uh, it sounds like if you just break the frames, um, these guys will go. Uh, your companions downstairs are, are facing, like, an ancient piece of incredibly well-done magic. Um, these are, like, the at-cost ones. Though, you do have gargoyles aiming at you. I don't think Gwendolyn remembers that, so <laughs> let's uh, break some frames. All right. Um, anyone else beside crocodile person just there's like a a few people uh the panda's like let me out i promise i'll only eat a few people this time i don't trust you Um, why not i'm adorable actual cannibal panda (laughs) yay um all right let's see this one first and i will draw my sword from behind my back and just smash smash uh, for uh, Michael Myers, a.k.a. Michael Mabel? Yes. Cool. Um, the second you draw your sword, um, a uh, blast of laser energy shoots out of the uh, gargoyle. Uh, I need you to roll... Do you think you would dodge, or are you just uh, like focused on breaking this frame? Um, I, I would dodge, just because like I'm, I'm also ready for this crocodile to like attack me, possibly, because I'm not totally sure what... Cool. Yeah, I'm basically what asking whether is. whether you would respond in a like whether you just tough it out or whether you try and jump out of the way. 
Uh, I jump out of the way. Cool. Roll me a deck save then, please. Okay. Um, and I am going to. Fuck! It doesn't work on deck saves. Oh yeah. <laughs> fuck. No. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Um, okay, that is not enough. Um, no! So you will take um, nine points of damage um, okay. as the, the laser fine. cuts across your back. Um, the other gargoyle um, begins to uh, just breathe uh, noxious fumes that begin to fill the hallway. Uh, that said, um, a mighty crocodile, half a crocodile, emerges uh, from the portrait um, and um, rearing up on his hind legs, uh, hook style, um, springs up at the laser gargoyle and begins to like snap at it, snap at it and like starts to like drag it down off the wall. Okay. Oh my god. Um, can I just say to the, to the panda, it's like, I'll let you go if you promise to eat a gargoyle. <laughs> I haven't had gargoyle before. I hope they scream. Do we have a deal? Uh, Don't yeah. eat me. <laughs> That sounds fine. Or any of my friends. Uh, let's, you're changing a lot of things on this deal. I will I will destroy you. Okay. Uh, take 10 points of poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a good and, time to be having a chat in the hallway. Um, I will, I will, sl I will slash at um, the panda's frame. And, uh, I, the, and the frame drops to the ground uh, and the panda just lumbers out. Um, and he looks at the, the gargoyle breathing noxious fumes and he's like, you're going to be my bamboo shoot. Uh, and then it just like full on like bear claws up the wall, hugs it the way pandas do and just starts like nomming on the gargoyle. <laughs> I run down the hall to the direction. Uh, of my hey, uh, don't forget me. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Pick her up out of the water. <laughs> It's a frame. You have to. Are, are you I know, breaking the, the frame? frame submerged, right? Yeah. So you break the frame, and water just like washes yeah. out. Uh, and she like flips a couple times, coughs, and is like, "Okay, I'm good now. Uh, can you pick me up, though? I'm a fish." Uh, yes, indeed. Thank you. <laughs> really um, awkwardly pick her up, like yeah, you're gonna like carry like a football. How, like how the fuck do you hold a fish? Um, oh, is yeah. it like holding out awkwardly dangling like a like a dirty sock? No, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like I have it in like one hand, but it's like really slippery, so it's like I don't know, grab it by the tail. <laughs> this is, is undignified this? for both of us, but thank you for saving me. Let's go. I'll go back down to downstairs. What are you guys doing? I think we're calling ass at this point. Oh, I was gonna say, I feel like if there's no alarm ringing where we are, Duncan is taking a minute to try to scoop back uh. on his like hag face and try to bind his open wounds because he's still not 100%. So he'd take a minute because there's no alarm and there's nobody coming. And it's not modern day where he'd be like, oh, there might be a silent alarm. Like, he doesn't really know magic. So I think hmm. he would not consider a silent alarm he can't hear possible. He'd think there'd be something. But probably not hit dice worthy, but just, like, take a second to get goop face back on. Yeah, you definitely have enough time to, like, quickly bind... And like, you know, squish your face back on. Um, yeah, all right. So, Marka, if nothing's gone wrong, Gwendolyn will just be sitting there. We can go up. We just walk back through that hallway. We've got the painting, which I don't think we can entirely hide. I'll tuck it under my key. But we also have the amulet, 
which I'm thinking might turn off the gargoyle. So there should be an easy walk out. If we leave her inside that room and we lock the door, the corpse, I mean, maybe nobody will even know anything's happened for a bit, so we'll buy ourselves time for a clean escape. Hmm, yes. Uh, however, there does appear to be some kind of noxious gas descending the stairs. I don't know what you're talking about. What did you... Points I... of just, like, green, like, mist trailing <laughs> down the steps. Gwendolyn and I are going to have words, and these words will come from an unpleasant place. Um, and I think uh, he will then, uh, like, tear some cloth off of um, the the dead witch's outfit, Riga's clothes, uh, and then soak it down and put it on as a mask to try to give himself some cover from the fucking noxious fumes. And then they got to go. All right. Sounds good. So much like Donald Glover returning with pizza, you come upstairs uh, to find just a an entire menagerie of animals attacking gargoyles uh, with your amulet. Uh, you're able to pass freely past them, uh, at which point you find Gwendolyn looking very proud of herself um, in her uh, Shaw disguise. Uh, and um, the three of you are able to exit as the museum burns behind you. Uh, what do you say to her as you approach? No talking now, but we'll have a discussion later when we're safe. Uh, and with that, and with familiars running amok, uh, you all escape the mausoleum gallery of familiars with a new possible ally under your arm. So back in the pie shop... Um, you arrive with... I was going to say, Tom, random request. I don't want to step on your toes. But knowing that the people there had said Crecate can, and the familiar wants to kill Crecate, Duncan might want to stop on the way to the pie shop to try totally to talk fair. to the painting. Yep, that's definitely fine. Um, so you find a, an appropriately secluded alleyway, the kind that has, like, uh, a bunch of dumpsters that look like they haven't been cleared in a while. If only the Parks and Rec Department were better. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're able to kind of just tuck into, uh, sort of an alcove, um, where no one seems to be about. Great. And then I think Duncan would reach up and, like, Mission Impossible, his hag face off to have a real conversation. Uh, what what is this familiar's name again? What's your name, friend? I'm sorry about this. Isha Proctor. That's (sighs) the name of the familiar. Are we seeing... Honest out here, or are we abiding by the rules of the mausoleum? I don't... There are no mausoleum rules here. I don't think there's a mausoleum anymore. Good. I am not Proctor. I am Crecate. Interesting. Of uh, the Covenant, you may have heard of it. Then who's Proctor. Proctor. Proctor's dead, I assume. He's, no, I, not yet. Isa Proctor was my familiar. Unfortunately, it would seem she gathered a bit more information and power from me than the other way around, despite what I was promised in our pact. The last possible moment, she managed to consume my body and swap me into hers. She has been in control of the crossroads for generations, and I have been trapped in these God's damned badger body! All right, I believe we could have an honest conversation here. No mausoleum rules. Um, right now, the Senkai have been assaulting the earth and we need the crossroads closed. There's a civil war here in the Covenant. 
and they wanted us to bring you, who they say are Issa Proctor, the familiar, to them so they can raise Cricket. But you're saying that you're Cricket, and what they have is Issa Proctor. So what do they need you for? They believe I am... <sighs> and the badger does air quotes. Crackate's familiar. And at the moment of our transfer, I had planned to be entombed in a sarcophagus linked to the very ley lines that control this space. I didn't tell Issa everything. I do believe she got more than she bargained for. She is likely drifting in and out of consciousness as the many dimensions tear at her psyche. This body, the body of a familiar, does not have the same capacity that mine did. I have lost many of my memories and many of my abilities in my years of solitude. Surely she has felt the same. But so they need me to wake her up. Because when we swapped is roughly when I had ordered that little bitch to be put in a frame. So they suspect that the reason dear, powerful Crecate is in a coma is because she doesn't have her little lackey. Rather than her little lackey couldn't take the fucking heat. So if we let you out, or they let you out, you kill that body? Honestly, I'd rather transfer back in. I'm quite fond of it. We would have to defeat her. She will have, by now, I'm sure, unlocked much of its potential. But if we could, in fact, drop her, I would be able to transfer her back into this vessel and then stomp on it. There are Shinkai making excursions out into the wider world of Gren. Could it be that Isha is commanding an army? Unlikely, but it is entirely possible that she was manipulated into letting them come and go as they please. Issa has always hungered for power, but has rarely done the work or effort to determine where that power may come from. It's really my fault. I never should have made a deal with a half-fey, half-infernal. It seemed like a really good two-for-one, but... Uh, I do believe that uh, her unique mix of morality might be slightly problematic. If we were to bring you to the people that we were planning on bringing you to, would you be able to convince them that what you say is true? Do you have a way to demonstrate this? For generations, they've believed that they live under my rule, under my auspices. And trust me, for the first few hundred years, I spent a lot of time trying to convince them otherwise. It proved futile. They need to believe that their mother, Crecate, is watching over them. And unless I'm in that body, they simply will not. For their purposes, as I did in the mausoleum, I'm happy to portray Proctor, but we will know the truth, will we not? Tell them I'm Proctor. Tell them I will wake up Crecate. And when Issa comes for us, let us destroy her, restore me, and I made no deal with the Sin Kai. So you're saying you'll shut the gate and keep him out? 
I'm saying I made no deal with them. I'm making a deal with you. What Future deals will be entirely at my discretion, but surely one such as yourself understands the weight of rule. What happens with the rest of the people of this nation and this land? They are my people. They are my coven, whether they realize it or not. I will restore the order that I had set out to build, but was cruelly stopped. Being entombed was merely the beginning. I was meant to rule as a god-empress over these people, but sadly they got Proctor instead. Would the floating nation of Orville be of any significance to Isha Proctor? What's Orville? The boon granted to the Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. The lowborn <laughs> paddock can remain its own little thing. Gwendolyn opens her mouth, like puts her finger up, and then like sees Duncan in the corner of her eye and just shuts up. <laughs> All right, so we can back you. Here's the the big question that I think we need to ask, which is how do we know that you're cricket and not some sort of Sin Kai or other being disguised who's looking to destroy the rightful ruler of this land? We know even less than the locals. This is true. But tell me, how did I present myself to you in the mausoleum where I assumed I would remain entombed? With incredibly murderous intent. Truly. I had nothing to gain from that, so surely I must have purely been expressing my own interests and desires, was I not? This one, and she nods to Maka, says, This one I noticed observe and react to my threat against Issa Proctor. He seemed to be the only one who picked it up. This is true. That would be a bit of a long game. Well, why don't we bring her to Bridge? She might know. Well, the plan is to bring her to Bridge, but she said she was going to stay as Issa Proctor and we were not to tell what we know now. Oh. Oh. This is a conundrum. Thoughts? It seems we are on the same path regardless. Either we know she's not Issa Proctor and we give her to the general... Or we think she's Isha Proctor, and we give her to the general. The same path lies out before us. Maka lessons in this voice are a delight. (laughs) So if we follow through with this, and we do this, you will rise as a new god empress over the Shadowlands, but you will guarantee that you will make no deals with the Senkai, and you will close the threshold. I guarantee you I have made no deals with the Sinkai. If it is in the best interest of the Shadowlands, at some point in future I may. But I have no love for them, nor any interest in that at this current moment. I understand what you're saying, but I think I'm trying to make the deal with us right now. Because otherwise the deal is we make you God Empress, and in return, we have made you God Empress. I will shut down the crossroads. I must restore order to my nation before anything else. Hopefully you can understand that that will take precedence over any half-baked invasion scheme. 
would this reverse the affliction that is happening to the cycle of life and death affecting Jossie? Well, oh, there's an affliction affecting the circle of the life and Jossie death with cluster, adorable. We here do not abide by those rules. That's part of the reason I chose the Shadowlands as our home. I do not know what afflicts your cycle, but I can guarantee you it has nothing to do with us. Yet again, there are no answers for this strange curse. I mean, we, we are good at curses, but uh, it's not really our jam. So I guess this brings us to the last, I guess, request, question, statement that I sort of have about the challenge with this plan. Our weapons have proven brutally ineffective against anything magical. We were almost killed by Riga, who is a librarian. If we were to face off with Kreki, <laughs> we would just die. We need something more if we are to actually support you. Otherwise, we'll be mowed down by the people who bring us in, and you'll be standing alone. Uh, she nods and just says, um, I cannot vouch for the state of my tomb, but I was buried with some rather fun toys, just in case you know how it goes. If they have respected my wishes, and with Isa Proctor as me, I suspect they likely did, she wouldn't know a sword from a bag of stones. Odds are some of my weapons are still there. The sorts of things I used back when I had such need for them. If you can get inside the tomb, I'm sure you can re-equip yourselves more appropriately. Plus, you will have me assisting you. This form is limited, but not without power. After all, Isa Proctor was my familiar for quite some time. Also, if young Mr. Bridge is uh, in the fold, he seemed quite a bright young lad when... Uh, when I knew him, um, although just starting out, uh, but one can see potential quite some distance away. I'm sure if, if he has grown to be a general, that surely he will be of assistance as well. Now, the bridge we met was a woman. Ah, good. She finally came into her own. I'd hoped she oh, would. All right. Very good. Well, then, <laughs> Worry mistress... for a moment that someone else was pretending to be someone else. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, such paths are truly up to the individual, and I'm very glad she found hers. Very good. Well, if she has grown to be a general, I'm sure she will be quite capable of assisting. There must surely be some witches who are still loyal to the cause. That's who we're heading for. Otherwise, we have a collection of witches known as the Council who are enslaving and combining familiars for unholy See, I power. don't care for that. That seems folly. After all, as I have learned from experience, best not to fuck with the familiar system, you know. Well, normally I would suggest we go to a separate place to have our official decision made, but we also well, can't leave you anywhere publicly, so stay you here. You can we'll slide me under that dumpster. I've been in worse places <laughs> with better people. All right, we'll do that then. Uh, just slide her under the dumpster. Uh, uh, it is worse two. down here than I thought. <laughs> This appears to be the only way to move forwards. I cannot tell if Proctor stopped Kreki because Kreki was a tyrannical dictator or if Proctor tried to rise as a monster in their own right. I just don't know. However, we theoretically get the threshold closed for the short term. 
but we do put someone who seems to have an incredibly hostile relationship with the rest of existence into power of this nation. As a royal ruler seeking to create an uprising and an alliance, Crecate could prove to be a valuable ally in your war. Well, Crecate seems to have a great interest in the progression of the Shadowlands, and I doubt will actually do anything to affect the mortal world in the short term. She won't even commit against the Sinkai for a long time, and it seems like they want to destroy all of life. The nuances of diplomacy are beyond my grasp. If you don't think it is feasible, then it must be so. Francis? I do strongly doubt that she'll be willing to join the alliance of equals. Well, I'd say she'll probably join if there's something in it for the Shadowlands and then withdraw if it's going to cost anything she doesn't want to pay. That sounds about right. I don't know. Set her free, hope for the best. She wants I, to take action to stop the Chira, or, Chimerans. The Chimerans, which do unnatural things with familiars. Someone who wishes to stop those that fly in the face of nature. They must be. They must be on the right side of things. Yes, all right. And he'll reach down and pull the painting back out and say, It's a pleasure to meet you, Issa Proctor. We look forward to a long and fruitful relationship. Um, She just, like, stretches her, like, badgery smile back into kind of razor-sharp teeth. uh, And she says, uh, Trust me, the pleasure's all mine. Great. (laughs) Uh, and then we'll go to the pie shop. I'll put my, I'll put my Mission Impossible face back on. Cool. Um, so you um, arrive in the pie shop, and um, like everyone's like you know the little bell dings, and everyone like turns in surprise. Uh, you know the record skips, the piano player stops, everyone puts their drinks down, um, and uh, General uh, Bridge is like, "Well, now, that is most impressive. Welcome back." Did you have any success, or did you merely take a lap around the block? We assisted in the destruction of the mausoleum. (laughs) And we have the painting you asked for from the center of it. Uh, (laughs) Bridge has one of those, like, uh, like, oh man, Riggs and Murtaugh. (laughs) You're such a problem, but you get the job done. Look, and, um, uh, Dante um, very disappointedly kind of deflates and like takes like starts taking vials out of his vest and he's just like I mean I told them that's the way to do it you just blow the thing up but no anyway good job that's very impressive that place was a fucking disaster Um, and he starts pouring like clearly explosive chemicals down a like down into the sink um, Francois comes All into out. one sink. Oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah, as soon don't, as they, they don't do it. As soon as they hit That's the, really uh, bad chemical management. Yeah, as as soon as they hit the bowl of the sink, you see they begin to become inert, uh, mixing into like a still like probably poisonous, but at least not explosive slurry. 
What a gross <laughs> word. Um, then Duncan would produce the painting and be like, here is the painting they were protecting at the heart of the facility. Is this what you'd hope for? Um, and uh, Bridge's eyes go wide and she's like, yes, you did it. This is it. Isa Proctor. It is a pleasure. Uh, you may not remember, but uh, we met when I was uh, quite little. Uh, you know, uh, it was uh, before I'd made my pact. Um, my name is Brenda um, uh, Proctor. Is like, yes, I remember. I understand you're a general now, Bridge. Congratulations. And uh, Bridge actually uh, blushes a little bit. Uh, is a little, little abashed at this. Um, and uh, says, uh, well, uh, well uh, thank you. Uh, that, that means a lot. Uh, hey, uh, Francois, let's get these folks out of their uh, their skin suits. And uh, Francois comes out with like uh, a little spray bottle and uh, just gives you each a little uh, a quick misting. Um, and the uh, the disguises fall away. It's a little bit like if you swallow wrong um, to get the voice out. Uh, you just kind of um, choke a little bit and like cough it out um, and uh, your normal voices return. Gwendolyn, in your case, it's literally just like a weird like rattling. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... Uh, Gwendolyn, as your, uh, true form, uh, sort of reshapes, uh, Duncan and Maka, you're slightly distracted by a wet thwacking noise, uh, as, um, out of the, the pocket of Shaw's, um, fancy flowing pantsuit, um, a koi fish, uh, appears, uh, who's just like, oh, good, a pie shop, I'll take one meat. And three veggie. I'm vegetarian, but the meat one's for my cheat day. <laughs> Is this why we were all poisoned? And we burnt down something we were supposed to sneakily leave? Well, I mean, K- Karen, Karen here suggested, you know, asked me if I wanted to, like, steal... I know. To liberate me from my picture. And I was just like, well, shit. Maybe I didn't know what was happening with you guys. And I was like, it's been taking an awful long time. So it's like, maybe I create a distraction up here. Helps you guys. Also, you guys are like really mean to Gwenny. Karen, shut up. Okay, but like, we'll talk about this later. I just don't like what I mean to you. I know. This is just not, not the time. Perhaps this fish is the true cricket. Hmm? Hmm. Bridge says, uh, I'm sorry, the true cricket? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, Market seems to have got in his head that anyone could be cricket. He's very interested in other religions, you understand. Like, he is part of the cluster, so he imagines that most people could be part of cricket, if that makes sense. Uh, Isaac Proctor is like, Yes, that makes sense. I don't think we should pursue this particular line of inquiry any further. <laughs> Trust me, I spent enough time with Crackate to know this would make her wicked pissed. Maka lifts Karen with reverence and finds finds a bowl. That's okay. Thanks, Mr. Turtle. That's very nice. But I feel like I'm like really bonding with Gwenny. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be quiet. And then she like moves a, a like a, a flipper up, like a, a fin up. It just like does a zip lip thing. Duncan is so angry you can hear his teeth grinding, like just where he's standing. Like he's not saying anything, but you can hear it. 
So, uh, Bridge, what is the plan now? How do you break the frame? We were told it was made of very, very strong magic. Um, Bridge nods and kind of like uh, waves over uh, Francois, who like unfurls a map of um, the uh, the keep, and she's like, um, "Yeah, so Crakeate uh, was buried with some uh, particularly uh, useful implements. Uh, there was a belief amongst us of the coven that, uh, well, you know, it's always best to prepare in case those we have made our pacts with decide they don't much like the way we conduct business." As a result, uh, Crickate herself was buried with several powerful weapons and tools. Uh, one of these is a ceremonial dagger uh, with which she first sliced through the veil, opening a way into the Shadowlands. This dagger is incredibly powerful and will be able to destroy the frame that she created. We will use this as the key to unleash uh, Miss Proctor here, who will then wake up Crickate. Interesting. We were speaking with Proctor on the way down, and it sounds like there may be other artifacts that could be of use for those of us not as familiar with your magic. Um, she nods and says, uh, "You know, I, I haven't had uh, opportunity to uh, properly examine the uh, the weapons and munitions down there myself. However, yes, I would imagine." Uh, she it looks at your sword. She's like, uh, "Crickate was known to be." Uh, quite a sword fighter uh, in her early days uh, before the pact. Back then, things were a little looser with uh, how we witches worked. Uh, you know, some of us had pacts, some of us had magic. There wasn't a lot of uh, law and order to it. It wasn't until uh, Crackate helped uh, rally folks around um, in uh, the face of the uh, Necrotus fella that, uh, that really uh, we've turned fully to magic. So yeah, there's probably going to be some things down there with a little bit of little bit of punch for you. Which faction currently holds Crackage Tomb? Uh, she smiles and she says, uh, Well, my friend Tortle, that is actually a good fucking piece of news I can deliver. Uh, we have uh, the, uh, the last remnants of, uh, of the, the uh, Red Circle, the, the folks who were with me, my, my best unit, aside from, obviously, Dante and Francois here, and they're both like, yeah, come on. Um... <laughs> She's like, they, uh, they managed uh, to uh, hold it down. Uh, the, the Black Circle was instrumental in altering some records, uh, sent uh, uh, the, uh, the council and uh, the Chimerans on uh, quite a wild goose chase to uh, several tombs of somewhat uh, lesser witches uh, while we secured uh, Crackates. Unfortunately, it's been completely fucking useless to us without Miss Proctor here. So I can get us in, um, but uh, part of the urgency that's forced us into this dire circumstance is that uh, the armies are forming up against it. Uh, it'll take some time to wake up Crickate, but uh, we can keep the armies at bay. Well, if we unleash her, then, then we got a real chance. Hmm, we should leave now, then. Strike while we can. Uh, sounds about right to me. Uh, listen, we bring that there fish. Akko holds it up and looks at the group. <laughs> um, well, yeah. C can I can I fill up like my uh, body with some water? Uh, you can't. Is that? But you could, um, can't. Um, it goes through me. As you as you propose that, um, Karen says like, uh, 
that's a nice idea, but I think it'll just rush out of your sides. Listen, um, we're best friends, right? Well, yeah, aren't we? All right. That sounds enough like a tether to me. Uh, and she leaps out of the bowl um, and just, like, slams into your armor. Um, and uh, the shape of a koi fish uh, begins to appear kind of up and over uh, your shoulder pauldron. That's fucking right. I have a familiar! <laughs> and then echoing think... from, like, vaguely metallic inside your chest, it's like, yeah, and I've got a sick ride. <laughs> That's amazing. And I just, uh, I just, I, I think to myself, like, Karen, can you hear me? Yeah. <gasps> Fuck yes. Uh, Duncan, how loud's the gritting of your teeth right now? Duncan drinks you a lot of milk. still? Duncan drinks <laughs> a lot of milk, or he would need to go to a dentist right now. I cannot describe the level of his displeasure. The fact that she risked everyone's life to pick up a pet. The fact that she has now defaced the armor of Amalekin Solaris, which is a religious relic to him, by putting a snide, useless fish in it. Like, I cannot describe how disillusioned and outraged he is with her right now. He just will not bring it up in this room in front of foreign dignitaries. On a personal note, uh, I love how we've somehow managed to accurately capture the challenges of raising a child, where at first she was, like, really kind of, like, looking to you for guidance, and then kind of testing limits, and then kind of on side again, but is now clearly a teenager, and is like, I have friends now, Dad! <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's very Karen fun. gets me. Yeah, except essentially she's just yelling at her landlord, which is a really different relationship than if it was her dad. <laughs> uh, I mean... Uh, tomato, tomato. Um, oh, man. If only my landlord pledged fealty to me. God, that would be sweet <laughs> as hell. Oh, you're on Serb? That's fine. Let's just call it a wash this month. Um, cool. So um, with uh, all that in mind, um, uh, General Bridge says, uh, well, all right, if you're uh, if y'all are ready to go, then uh, we, can, we can activate the portal. It'll only work once. Uh, we needed a lot of bird bones to make this, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're witches. We do rituals. What of it? Anyway, all right, uh, y'all ready to rock? Uh, I'm just having a quick look at my character sheet. <laughs> I was going to say, Duncan, still bleeding and so exhausted he can barely stand, says, if we have to be. Keep in mind, um, the army isn't on on the threshold of of the keep. The keep is still like it, it. You likely have a day before the a day to prepare. So you will actually get better sleep there than here. Oh, unless you're just Duncan looking for like a more like. Yeah, yes, sorry. To, to, to clarify Bridges' location. Yeah, to, to clarify Bridges' intentions, she was like, "It's safer there. It, it, it's about to be very unsafe there, but that's our base. Like, it's safer there. We can now travel than it is now. Here. The battle will be tomorrow. Yes, I'm sorry. Got you're it. not going straight into battle. No, no, no. Yeah, super. Then Duncan yeah. feels less angry at Bridge and Bridge alone. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right, cool. So um, with that, um, she reaches down with her skeletal hand um, and kind of leaning on her uh, crutch, picks up the fistful of bones um, and uh, she runs them over her tongue 
and then throws them at the wall. Uh, and as they hit, the wall shatters. Um, and um, you see um, a, a sort of swirling mist, um, and through it, um, you can see uh, kind of a war room um, that's been set up in clearly what would have been like a dining hall of a castle. Maka uh, looks to um, Bridge and Dante, and is it Francis? Francois. 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 Uh, just kind of not sure, um, gesturing like, is it safe? Is it safe to go? Looking for basically like permission to. Um, the sink begins to bubble, and uh, Dante's like, yep, we should go. We should definitely go. <laughs> um, and uh, says, uh, mm, just so, and he runs through. Great. Uh, Francois and Dante go through. Um, Bridge is going to bring up the rear, um, just because that's kind of her way, and it's her spell. Um, uh, Duncan or Gwendolyn, who goes first? Or do you go through together? Gwendolyn will go first. Duncan will wait, because then Duncan yeah. could theoretically cover Bridge through the gap if someone comes through the yeah, door after good. them. With a flaming mausoleum, he's more paranoid than he'd normally be. Great. So uh, as the sink begins to like literally fizz and and spit, um, and uh, like sparks start flying out of it, um, uh, Gwendolyn, you you step up to uh, the portal, and just before you step through, Karen says, "But like, can I get those pies though?" Um, and then you you step through into the castle. Um, Bridge uh, turns to you, and you can start to hear footsteps outside. Um, uh, Duncan um, and she just nods and she says uh, yeah I think it's about time we go I gotta be the last through or else the portal will explode but uh, you hop now I think that uh, that sink's about to blow so we should be good Duncan will nod and jump great um, and then as you jump through you hear the door get blasted open um, and um, Bridge uh, just like full on like full shoulder roll throws herself through um, and uh, she does a, a perfect uh, trinity from the Matrix as she goes through. She manages to turn around and just, like, unleash a witch bolt um, as she comes through the portal, uh, at which point the sink explodes, um, taking the pie shop, uh, several chimerans, and half a city block with it. This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGee TD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse Code and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald. 
Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.